Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today I have the pleasure of talking to Adam Blackstone. He's a multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, producer and bassist. Uh, and he's currently the musical director for both Nicki Minaj and Justin Timberlake. Adam, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me, brother. I appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome, man. It's, um, it's a real pleasure to be chatting to you today um, from across the pond. Uh, how have you been, yes, Adam? Yeah. I pre- obviously, I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule. I know you're a busy guy. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's a pleasure to be chatting to you today. Where, where are you based at the moment, Adam? Yeah, man. I, me and my family are in the Philadelphia area. Okay. Um, you know, I'm an East Coast boy, born and raised in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I moved to Philly in about 2000. Uh, I've kind of been there ever since. Me and my wife have, you know, built the business and built the family here on the East Coast. So we're loving it, man. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, man. And yeah, I, I, I do want to talk about the business um, that you've got with your wife at some point, of course. Um, I know that's a big part of of what you're doing at the moment um how yeah, how, sure. how have how have things been for you recently adam like obviously off off air just a moment ago i know you said you've been for your covid test you're going to pick up your kids later um yeah you know, like this it's home life isn't it obviously like things have been a bit strange yeah. with the pandemic but how, how have you been coping man how have things been thankfully man i've been pretty good um so 2019 i did a show called the mass singer Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great show. Yeah, and so it was, you know, at that time it was super new and unprecedented and they hired me to be the MD and music producer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was getting myself into 2019, man, to create all of these tracks pretty much without a band on site. Yeah, it was like, yeah. you know, me calling my guys and me doing a bunch of tracks along with my team of programmers and calling a couple different drummers and calling a couple different guitar players. Like we're basically creating these tracks for the show mm. by not being there, which was very different for me. And what I'm, you know, at that time I had normally been used to going on tour or being the house band of a show. And I'm bringing all that up to say, I had no idea that that show and God was preparing me, unfortunately, for this shutdown. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so when, when COVID hit 2020, um, and we pretty much figured out how to do a COVID-styled show and entertainment, people still needed that live feel and sound just without the people being on site. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah. And so I was, I already kind of had the machine rolling based off of me doing that show. Um, and so, man, I got to be honest and say work wise, as far as the, the, just the music, not necessarily travel and tours mm. and all that, mm. but musically um, it hasn't stopped too much, man. It's been a blessing. I've been able to figure out how to make these tracks feel live and big and, and show wise by being at home at the home studio. That's cool, man. That's cool that you're still, you've still been able to do that. You know, um, I know obviously all live gigs are off and the, the kind of the, the tour inside and obviously you've not been traveling, but that's, that's cool that you've still been able to, cause that's a big show. The Masked Singer that, you know, that's uh, over here in the UK as well. We've got our own version, um, which is super, yeah. super, super popular show, man. And it's, it's cool that you were able to be involved with something like that. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, like I said, that set me up for, you know, 2020 being a year of like doing COVID style shows. So I was sending out tracks to 
you know, for the Grammys, Lil Baby or the Baby or Cardi B and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. and kind of taking that same um, format that I did with Mad Singer to get the band remotely to to do these tracks, and so it's it's been pretty cool, man. It's been that, pretty cool. That's cool. That's cool, man. Now I know you've done. Obviously, that's one of your more recent things that you've been up to before the whole shutdown. Um, but I'm just reading here, uh, Adam, you've directed and, and played and performed with some of the biggest, you know, highest tier clientele in the game, really, man. Jay-Z, Kanye West, obviously I mentioned Nicki Minaj and Justin earlier, Eminem, Janet Jackson, Dr. Dre. Um, the list kind of goes on, man. Like Now, I know you started off uh, your career in music as, as a session musician in Philly. Um, now, t- tell us about that, Adam, about kind of your musical background, you know, how you got started, um, and I guess when when yeah. did you get your first big gig uh, as a musical director? Cool, yeah, man. So I mean, even before the sessions, um, you know, church and and yeah, black church yeah, was yeah, a big yeah. part of you know cultivating my sound, cultivating my ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad is also a, a full time musician, what we would call like a wedding band singer mm-hmm. at the today and today's age, but. You know, I would honestly, looking back at it, I would say he was the first musical director that I saw. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He curated his own set list. He did bar mitzvahs, banquets, weddings, church services, you know, birthday parties, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, wherever music was needed. My dad was that 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 guy and that he grinded out. And so I, that was instilled in me very early age you know i got to see how important you know music was Mm, to mm. um everyday life um i then went on to graduate high school and moved to philadelphia and attended university of the arts and uh, i was a jazz performance major so playing a lot of upright bass yeah yeah. a lot of big band a lot of a lot of jazz clubs you know restaurant vibes nice and then i um found a whole niche of people that was doing these soulful open mic scenes in the city of Philadelphia. And at that time, you know, early 2000s, soul music was re-booming. So they was calling, they were mm. calling it neo-soul, like the new soul. Yeah, man. And um, at these jam sessions and open mics, man, anybody from Jill Scott to Music Soul Child to Erica Badu to Anthony Hamilton to, damn, to damn. you know, whoever, Andy Irie, like, you know, they were all coming in and, and that taught me to just really your name is called when your number's called, you know. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter at the time. Um, I wasn't on a huge stage. I was just at a local club. I was I was treating it like I was at Madison Square Garden right then, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the that's the focus and the diligence that I've tried I've tried to put in every single one of my gigs to give each artist a hundred percent to give each gig a hundred percent of attention uh, to come prepared and, and to care about the music. And that led me to meeting uh, the roots yes. at one of those jam sessions that they curated called the five spot. And uh, yeah, 2003, man, changed my life working with uh, quest love, Amir Thompson. And um, from there, you know, he he brought me under his wing. He continues to be my mentor. And, um, yeah, we've been rocking ever since, man. My first big gig with him was Jay-Z's Fade the Black Tour. Jay-Z, yeah. Um, 
and I was like late 03. Uh, I wasn't the MD. He was the MD. I was just a bass player. But mm-hmm. from that one gig alone, man, I was able to meet so many people that I, I went on to work with. Kanye West, Beyonce, um, you know, Rihanna, even like through those relationships, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, man, you always got to be prepared when your number is called. Yeah. Straight up. Hear that, man. Hear that. And obviously, you've never been the kind of person to turn a job down, you know, and that's what's got you so far. Um, and I mean, it's nice that, you know, you were involved as a session musician, as you say, a bass player, um, and then was getting more involved as a, as a musical director. And, and, you know, you said you worked with Rihanna. I'm reading here, man, like yeah. 2012, you was on a, a 777 tour um seven countries yeah. in, se- in seven days like that that must have been nuts man uh, that was the smartest and worst thing we ever came up with <laughs> for sure <laughs> um, um she had an album coming out called 777 that's it um uh, there was the idea to go to seven countries in seven days and do seven shows and uh how'd that, we, how'd that we go a, we, oh man it was it was crazy bro it was crazy we chartered a plane and uh you know went around the world in 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 a week yeah and, uh, that's even by day five man we were just like we can't believe we're doing this we <laughs> our eyes are open all day it's like what time is it we're land we're taking off during the day somewhere we're landing at night or during the day somewhere it's like the time changes were just super crazy yeah um that's nuts but you know on a promotional level man that's one of the things that makes her who she is and to push that barrier push that envelope to to Mm -hmm. you know always try and strive to be you know innovative be the best that she can be and 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 i don't think anybody's done that (laughs) like like not, like that at all like, like her and she, no. she she continues to raise the bar and everything so you know that's one of the things i admire about working with her yeah definitely man definitely now it might be a bit of a hard question to answer adam um you know having worked with with so many so many incredible artists um and such a range of artists um but have you got any favorite people that you've worked with over the years um i know it's it's hard to <laughs> It's hard yeah, to that's pick. a rough question, man. I, 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 will, I will say, yeah, People I will enjoy say, um, working with, yeah. I enjoy every gig that I've done, man. There hasn't been one that I haven't learned something. There hasn't been one that I haven't um, admired being on that stage. There hasn't been one that I haven't met new people that have, you know, impacted my life. Mm-hmm. So I, I would have to say every, every gig, man. I have, you know, certain tours that stand out for various different reasons you know glow in the dark tour with kanye west um for me um looking back was one of the most you know creative innovative tours that i think actually helped set a different standard for hip-hop music Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. i mean kanye was on stage not just rapping and you know with a dj he was making it theater you know what i'm saying Uh Uh and um I see a lot of artists, you know, using that same uh, format now, you know, mm-hmm. and so uh, being on the cusp of that with Kanye feels good. Um, any Eminem tour is just. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been on a few of those. Just, he keeps inviting you back, doesn't he? To, uh, to do yeah, that man, I'm thankful for Marshall. Yeah. Any Eminem tour, you know, just to see how the people are just in a trance by him and his lyric and they sing every word and 
that's that's you know a that pleasure to see yeah. always as well. Um, you know, also being with my brother Justin Timberlake, um, he's been able to set a, a, a set the bar as well to even cross genres. You know, he does everything from country to pop to mm-hmm. R and B to hip hop, a uh, little bit of soul and blues in there. So that 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 gig for me is one of the ones that I love as well because it's so many different styles of music encompassed into one show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely, man. Yeah, and then you know I look at like the Bad Boy reunion tour with Puff Daddy. I look at Janet Jackson's Number Ones tour. Like you know, those are w- more nostalgic for me because in uh-huh. the '90s, I never thought that I would be on stage with these iconic artists that I was listening to then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so man. I, I get a sense of gratitude every time I'm I'm called by those artists specifically because it's you know it's like a full circle moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. No, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. Now, I want to move on to uh, a little bit of gear chat, Adam, because uh, I know you're a, a JH Audio user, um, and I imagine yes. I imagine that they play quite an important part, um, you know, on these on these big tours that you're, you're organising and arranging all the time. And um, just give us an idea about how long you've been using JH, and and I guess what you like most about them, because obviously. You know, you're using a lot of the band are using in ears instead of um, instead of wedges on stage these days, right? Absolutely, yeah. We try to keep the stage as low as possible, which is why JH is such a stable mate in in our setup. And um, I've been using JH over ten years now, um, mm-hmm. for sure. And I remember, you know, even before that, putting in ears in for the first time, it was like I heard music all over again. Things I hadn't heard in songs, things I hadn't heard in my mix. Uh, JH always gave me that three-dimensional depth mm. to, like, mm. you know, hear hear an album, but also hear myself on top of an album and, you know, hear things going on within the song that I may not have even heard before, like listening to the radio, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, JH you know, it's definitely a game changer. I'm a Roxanne user. I like the low end. Nice. I like how nice. I don't, I don't always need a sub on stage because that Roxanne really uh, encompasses the low end. Like I like as a bass player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're um, durable, comfortable, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, you yeah. know, JH is, is it for sure. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. They're, um, I mean, yeah, you you must be a fan if you've used them for ten years. I know you've been, you know, you've been doing this a, a while now, and you know when you get a piece of kit that you really, you know, just never lets you down. Um, you just never have yeah, to worry. You just never have to worry about it, right? You never have to worry about like what your what gear you're using. You can just play and just relax, concentrate on on the on the creative side of things, right? Exactly. It lets me know that you know as soon as I pop that in, you know my my you know, especially with the right mix engineer, you know, like KG and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I already know that I have a, I have a one-up on, on learning music. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And uh, shout out uh, Kevin as well for uh, for uh, sorting us out this chat. I appreciate that. But um, uh, before I let you go, Adam, because um, I, I know you've got a you've got a session in about ten minutes in the studio, but um, just give us a, an idea about um, your other side of your business, uh, Basic Black Entertainment BBE, because 
Um, alongside working with all these A-list artists that we've been talking about, mate, you also run your own production company, uh, BBE, Basic Black Entertainment, um, you know, featuring several up-and-coming R&B acts. Um, but it's been going a while, right? You founded it in 2008, I'm reading here. So, yeah, at a point, man... Thank, thank God, 2008, 2009, I was getting calls to do every band and I, I wasn't really able to physically be there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was putting bands together for the artists. And my wife was like, listen, you know, we are basically acting as a pseudo agency. And I said, you know what? We really are. At a point I had about, you know, 40 to 60 people out on the road with various artists. Mm-hmm. And so we found a basic black entertainment to kind of staff musicians and put them in positions to live out their dreams and, and create and play on stages with some of their favorite artists. You know, what, what it, what it does for me as well is it lets the artist know if it has my stamp of approval, mm-hmm. it's going to be all right. I'm not putting anybody there that, you know, doesn't fulfill my character requirements, my musician requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 I, I check in, I still oversee everything mm-hmm. I make sure the artist is happy mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we do it from there. So it feels good to, it feels, it feels good to, you know, have that sort of trust yeah. With, yeah, yeah. with the industry to know that if BBE puts this approval on it, it's all good. Yeah, that's dope, man. I mean, I know you, um, your wife uh, is kind of the, the CFO of the company and you, you kind of handle the more creative side of things. Um, but that's nice, Adam, that, you know, it's the music that you like and that you enjoy, you can curate and, and kind of nurture uh, this up-and-coming talent um, of these artists and these, these you know, musical styles that, that you personally enjoy and it's it's nice that... I mean, yeah, man. I've, I've more life to that. I, I think that's. I think it's a great thing that um, that, uh, that that you're involved in there, and and I like the fact that you're still involved. You know, I know, like we've been saying, you're a busy guy, but you're still heavily involved with the business, um, which is nice. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, man. Yeah, that's cool. Man, I, I care a lot about the music. I care a lot about these artists, um, and uh, you know, I. I I'm thankful that, you know, they're listening and my knowledge is able to, you know, circulate throughout the industry and, and, and you know, hopefully help some people. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. Um, listen, Adam, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today, bro. Um, I really appreciate you taking your time out and uh, best of luck with everything you've got. Uh, thank you, brother. All right. You take care. Cheers, man. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.